We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. An Odyssey station. You're listening to WEEI Late Night. On WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. This hour brought to you by the cleanup and restoration specialist at ServePro. Call 1-800-SERVE-PRO. Garden series tied 2 2. And I almost have to kind of tap myself on the back that I have timed this perfectly. No worse feeling. There's still five minutes going on because someone got bumped in the nose and they've gone to replays. Oh, Robert Williams has an adorable little baby there. Headphones on. Look, here's the thing about the Celtics. I'd love to get your thoughts. 617 779 7937. Text line 37937 if you're coming out of the game. Just switching the game off. Just joining here at WEEI. Are you a bit concerned because the Celtics did not look back at all in this game that there's a potential letdown in game six at Miami? The only reason why I bring that up is because tonight the Celtics started the way that I've been screaming about. You do not have to start the game showing that you want to shoot threes. Go to the hole, make them defend, and then your three-point shots will come to you as you need them, if you even need them. Look, the Celtics only shot 23.5% from three and one by 20. That says, and that tells you right there, that the Celtics don't have to depend on the long ball to win games. Now, are they going to hold the Heat to 82 points in game six? No, but can they hold them to right at about 100 or just under? Absolutely. Look how efficient Jason Tatum was tonight. Eight of 16 from the field. That same one for seven from three-point that he was in the last game. 14 of 16 from the line. That's what happens when you go to the hole. 31 points. Eight rebounds. Al Horford, 13 rebounds and five points. Hit one three-pointer. The three-point shooting was not really there tonight. Peyton Pritchard hit three for six, and you'd want to see something like that in a situation where, hey, you may just need that shot 
in this next game and for the rest of the series. But the Celtics tonight showed that defense wins championships. And if it's about winning a championship, it isn't necessarily about the three-point shot. And they probably saw, they probably saw what Golden State did last night in Dallas and said, hey, wait a minute. That that's the Splash Brothers and the Splash Cousin Jordan Poole over there, and they weren't chucking up a bunch of threes. And they walked down Dallas. And the Celtics are probably the best defensive team left in the playoffs by far. This is the secret. This is the secret to the sauce. It's not the shooting up, the jacking up the threes early on and trying to jump out. No, you you found out you can pounce on a team by going into their chest. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Celtics win 102-82, never close. Celtics were up 29-11 after one. 29, they held the heat to 33 points for the first half. 33 in the first half, 49 in the second half. So literally, the Celtics won this game in the first quarter. There was no question. I said that Robert Williams was going to matter coming back. Bam out of bio, nine points, three for five, six rebounds. Yeah, it did matter. Robert Williams in 19 minutes, 12 points, 9 rebounds, 4-5 shooting. Perfect from the free throw line. I say over and over again, Robert Williams may not be the MVP of the Celtics, but he's the MIP. He's the most important player. And the reason why I say that is because when you have the other team have big men that can get to the hole, Robert Williams is the one that makes them think differently, and that's what and that's what Miami was doing. They were looking to test it early, and they were kicking it out because both Horford and Williams were right there. It was beautiful. It's beautiful. It just wasn't even close at all. Though I am in a bit of withdrawal. I do miss the other games, like three games a night. This, this is when I start to get like, <sighs> but game six in Miami is going to be fascinating. Because I think Eric Spolster is going to find himself going back to that zone. It may get a little more physical. You may see some pretty rough fouls. This this may get where it's already been physical. This may get physical personal, if you will. It'll feel that way. Because for, for the Heat to get beat this way. Who's going to win it? The Celtics. Because there's no other reason why. Yeah, well, the, the, the thing is, the Heat had to know that the Celtics were going to come out with a lot of energy and give them their best shot, and they didn't. I mean, at one point it was like 15 to 1, the game. It was like a 15, like 15 to 1. And Tatum didn't, didn't have to do anything spectacular to be consistent. It allowed for other con- people to be consistent. Derek White, oh my gosh, what a game. Even though his stats don't look like it at the end. 41 points. No, 41 minutes. Derek White played 41 minutes. You're right. But, <laughs> I'm still kind of at the wrong stat So line. even though we shot 4-14 from the field, it's not about the 4-14. It's about those first five shots. 
It was Derek White who came out and punched the heat in the mouth, and they staggered. Because I wouldn't have expected that. Though I did tweet, is there a particular offensive prayer, offense prayer for Derek White tonight? And you know what? The Lord delivered a read immediately. Immediately. Pritchard, 25 minutes. See, I was laughed at about Pritchard being in the game late, and even though this game tonight was kind of a blowout. Things like the stars are aligning for Pritchard to hit another big game shot. Now, he did it in game seven against the Bucks and hit a couple of them just, you know, was one of the difference makers in that game along with Grant Williams. But my goodness, because Grant Williams has been a bit off here. One for eight, one for five from three, seven points tonight, five rebounds, a couple of assists. But if you're going to be out there for 37 minutes, there has to be more production in either rebounding or points. You know, if you're going to be out there, you, you say for every, you're going to be out there for every, if you're going to be out there for almost 40 minutes, you got to say you got to at least hit a, a one or two threes every 10 minutes. So you should be four for four. Even if you're four for nine, I wouldn't be upset. But one for five, because they're going to start leaving you open. So here's the game plan for the Heat. They're going to start leaving Grant Williams open. You're going to start seeing a lot of double teaming of Tatum. They're going to continue to force Brown going to the middle of the, the middle of, of the lane, which the dribbling issues are, are still there. I I don't I I do wonder if the hamstring that had been bothering Jalen Brown at the beginning of the season, again this is the beginning of the season through the old and pretty much has played through it, that it's still a bit tweaked enough to be out there and to play and perform, but tweaked to the point where. Just that confidence of stopping and sudden movement on it inside the lane. I don't know. It's it's just, but I think that's the heater saying, look, if we can encourage him to do that. So look for the double team on Tatum to come quick. Look for Grant Williams to be left open again, especially if he hasn't been shown up with these shots these last couple of games. And the Celtics may have to answer with Peyton Pritchard taking corner threes. It may be his turn to play, you know, the role of Grant Williams game seven against uh, Milwaukee. Now, I have said that I believe the Celtics will win this in six. I'm still holding on to this because I believe that if the Celtics can come with the same energy in Miami, you're going to have to test the referees to see if they're going to blow that whistle. But you'll never know that if you're chucking up shots and missing them. And with an all-white background, which is kind of smart on their part there, they're kind of, you know, it's going to be a little harder on the shooter's eye there in Miami. So get it to the hole where it doesn't matter how many white shirts are in the back of you because that place is going to be loud. It's going to be rocking. The Heat's back is against the wall, right? Because there's nothing right now that tells me that the Heat can make it to game seven, especially with a Jimmy Butler who's just not all the way there. And he just had a horrible night. But again, dealing with injury, three for 14, 0 for 2 for 3, and he's not a three-point shooter, six points. Strauss, Strauss, uh, 0 for 7. Lowry, 1 for 6. Yeah, yeah. If, if Victor Oladipo and Duncan Robinson are going to be the stars of the show, uh, yeah, that's the Red Auerbach will drop cigars from heaven right now if that's going to be the case. Because if that's game 6 and 7, if that's game 5 and uh, uh, game uh, 5 and game 6, sorry, game 5 is in, in Miami, game 6 back here. But game five and game six, that happens. Yeah, Celtics winning it in six.
But if it goes to a seventh game, that means that Miami's figured something out, and I don't know how that would bode well for the Celtics. And you would want to finish this series up as soon as possible because it looks like Golden State's about to finish that off tomorrow night. They're about to they're about to just finish off the rest of that pint tomorrow. And they'll have plenty of rest. And if you've got Marcus Smart, who's been out, in and out, and who's out tonight, and you would want to give Robert Williams a couple of days because I think no matter what happens, the NBA final starts June 2nd. So finishing this in six could be the difference between the availability and how often of Robert Williams and Marcus Smart. KJ late night, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Just coming out of the Celtics game, just turning from the game. Are you are, do you think the Celtics have figured this out after what happened in game three? Series tied to two, going to Miami for game five. How do you feel about the team moving forward? Do you have them winning it in six, seven? Do you think Miami turns this around? Love to hear from you here on WEEI, but right now it's time to trend with Josh. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. No, uh, excuse me, to start, the Celtics pick up a big win, 102-82 over the Miami Heat to tie the series at two. How about that, KJ? That was a must-win for them, right? Yep, they had to win it. Yeah, for sure. No Red Sox action tonight. Meanwhile, game one of a three-game series at the White Sox begins tomorrow at 8.10 p.m. on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Nick Pavetta gets the start for Boston, while Dylan Cease gets on the mound for Chicago. Joe and Will have the call for this one. Coverage begins tomorrow at 7.10 with Brian Barrett on the WEEI Red Sox pregame show. In other Red Sox news, Trevor Story earlier today was named American League Player of the Week. Story bad 360 with six home runs and 14 RBIs this past week. Story is now batting 226 on the year with seven home runs and 29 RBIs. This is Story's fourth Player of the Week award with his last coming in June of 2019. Staying in the AL East now. MLB has given a one-game suspension and undisclosed fine to New York Yankees third baseman Josh Donaldson for what the league calls inappropriate comments to Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson. Here's what Donaldson had to say about the situation. All right, so first inning I called him Jackie. So let me give you a little context of that. 2019, he came out with the interview, said that he's a new Jackie Robinson in baseball. He's going to bring back fun for the game, right? And 2019, when I played for Atlanta, we actually joked about that on the game. Um, I don't know what's changed from, and I've said it to him uh, in years past, not not in any manner that just joking around, but the fact that he called himself Jackie Robinson, you know? Um, so, you know, if something has changed uh, from that, like my meaning of that is not at any term um, trying to be racist by any fact of the matter. Um, it was just off of an interview that what he called himself. And we, we said that before we joked about it, he laughed, whatever. Uh, as you could tell in our series that we played, there were multiple times where I've tried to defuse the situation. Like I, I took responsibility for the tag. 
wasn't trying to do anything there. Like today, just trying to diffuse it. Like, hey, like make light. Like, hey, we're not trying to start any brawls or anything like that. Um, obviously, he deemed that it was disrespectful. And look, if he did, I apologize. Like, that's not what I was trying to do by any manner. Once again, that was Josh Donaldson from the from the New York Yankees speaking about the situation with Tim Anderson that occurred during Saturday's game at Yankee Stadium. I'm Joshua Linsbrook, and that's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah. Late night. WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ. Celtics win 102-82 game never closed at one point heat were down 16 to one with virtually half of the first quarter over so when you and i've said this before when you get down 15 20 points or you know you're just not getting any points it is very very hard almost impossible to make up the difference as the game goes along and so i game five in miami There's going to be some serious adjustments. It's going to be a very loud environment. And I think what's going to happen is the Celtics shooters are going to be pressured. Your Grant Williams, your Peyton Pritchards, uh, depending on where Marcus Smart's health is. If if there's a dependency on Derek White again, I I could foresee the the heat going back to that that 2-3 zone or 2-1-2 zone to try and make the Celtics shoot a lot of outside shots and take their chance that way and missed the way they did in game three. Now, if the Celtics are not worried about the officials, knowing that calls are probably going to go the other way in terms of for the heat and and going to the hole, you have to take that chance. You actually have to say, look, it doesn't matter if I don't think they're going to get the calls or that they're going to be giving the calls to the heat. Hey, you just gotta you just gotta put that onus on them and 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 make them foul. Uh, I think another thing that's going to be interesting is the health of Jimmy Butler. He did not look good at all tonight. Three for 14 from the field, six points. I mean, Victor Oladipo was the star. And we're talking about a guy who, like, whose offense who has not been there, and he really hasn't been in the game. Him and Duncan Robinson. And Duncan Robinson virtually has not been playing. So that's going to be kind of an anomaly. But if, if you can keep Tucker, I'm sorry, if you can keep Butler in that situation where, okay, look, he's not going to go. 10 for 17, but if you can keep him to around 7 for seven for 18, 
you know, he's going to hit more shots, but if you can keep him under 20 points or right at about 20 points, then the defensive job is there that the, the Celtics, which I still say may be the best team left in the playoffs, strictly because of how versatile they are uh, guarding people on the perimeter. Um, I, Marcus Smart has to be back. I think because of the energy, there's going to have to be someone in the backcourt to meet that energy. Kyle Lowry, he may pop out of something where he was, he, I mean, everybody disappeared tonight. You know, and by these guys for the Heat not being in the game for a long period of time, Lowry 21 minutes, P.J. Tucker 21 minutes, Butler played 27. So as you start, you know, zipping guys out and saying, hey, you know what, we're just going to re-up and get ready for the next game. Their back is now against the wall. Game five is a must-win situation for the Heat. But I believe the Celtics can pull this out because they proved that they can score 100 points and not have to depend on the three. At all. They shot 24% from downtown. Eight for 34. That's horrible. But you win by 20. What would you rather take? 617-779-7937. Text line 3793. KJ late night. Celtics win by 20. 102-82. I've said the Celtics in six. And I'm going to stick to that because, you know, it's still a real possibility. Um, but I'm a concern that Grant Williams has kind of disappeared and is going to be needed because all the onus is going to be Grant Williams, Derek White, Peyton Pritchard in game five. I, that, that's just how Miami's going to set it up. These are the guys, if they beat us, then, hey, they'll, they deserve to move on to the NBA finals and, and win it in six at home. But I don't want to put the cart too far ahead of the horse. But game five, and this is what I said Sunday on KJ and Dundaro, is that if the Celtics win game four, it's very real poss- It's a real possibility they can win five and six. Like something's got to break. It, you know, it's not going to be like that last series where you win one, you lose one. You win one, you lose one. You win two on the road, they win two on the road. No, I think this is one of those where the war of attrition happens, and I, I, I do wonder if that Jimmy Butler injury is a little worse than being let on. There'd be a point of contention moving forward because of the way they thought, you know, it happened. But as basketball, Bam out of bio disappeared. And this is why I said this is why you need to have Time Lord in there. Changes their whole approach because that's exactly what Miami was looking to do to start the game. Go right back into the middle, get the ball right at the hoop, and try and convert two-point baskets that way. And it didn't work. And when that didn't work, they started going to the threes, and that wasn't working. That worked later, but early on, they were hitting nothing. Out of 14 threes they made, Oladipo and Duncan Robinson had eight of them. That tells you everything right there. None of their starters, all the starters had one. Kyle Lowry made one. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Celtics tied up the series 2-2. You know, I'd like. Here's here's something that I've noticed, and cannot happen in Game Five. Al Horford's going to have to be the twenty and ten guy again the next game. I think it's just going to be that beat down, drag out, knockout. The rebounds were there tonight, but I think the the scoring from Al's going to have to be there. 
If you think that Derek White can give you another 13 points, he could. Peyton Pritchett, another 14. Those are all possibilities. But again, like I said, that's something that the Heat are willing to take a gamble on instead of, you know, because the double team is going to start coming to, to Jason Tatum. And ironically, ironically, Jason Tatum was one for seven from three-point land, but 14 of 16 from the free throw line. Go to the hole. Go to the hole. Josh, I don't know. Were you worried? Were you worried a little bit about going into tonight? I, 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 I mean, I, I certainly was. I mean, here's coming into tonight. You know, so many guys were banged up, and I think it comes to a point, and you know this, whether it's basketball, hockey, whatever sport, guys are injured behind the scenes, and it comes down to who's going to play through the pain. And well, so, well so let me let me say something about that. Okay, because I hear. You know, especially some of the people that were getting on Time Lord. I mean, it's not your body. You know, like the injuries that these guys have, like the sprained ankle that Marcus Smart has, and you're like, man, he's got to go. If you had that same severity of sprained ankle, you're probably in a walking boot. You might even be riding one of those, you know, those little tricycles around just off of that sprain, that same sprained ankle, and yet you expect them to perform at the highest of levels just because you want your team to win. I get it, but it's a little bit of fantasy pixel dust right, there. Right, exactly. That, so, that, I just so, get worried that some of these guys are going to stretch it out. So, so my only concern was if Robert Williams wasn't there tonight, then there would be the Bam Adebayo show part two. And if that was going to happen, that was not going to be good for the Celtics. And like I said, the Heat tried that out early on, and it didn't work. Al Horford was even there as kind of a second rim protector, even though that's not a that's not a Horford thing. You know, Horford's going to get you blocks, but we're not talking about a guy who's going to be you know swatting shots from behind for the most part. But he was there on the help defense with Rob Williams, very like in that first quarter, within the first couple of series, and they just could not get that ball on the inside. And by the time they kicked the ball out, shots were long, shots were back rimming. I think there's one shot that bounced up so high it hit like the wire, <laughs> you know. So you you take you take them out of the game because I don't think Miami's going to try and play that outside game early on. I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to have to lean on Jimmy Butler in Game Five. Uh, Jimmy Butler has one of the best mid-range games in the in 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 the game, maybe the best right now. Um, but we're going to have to see how badly he is hurt. Because the Bam out of bio just going to the whole thing is not going to work. And you're really going to have to depend on a lot of turnovers. And, you know, the Celtics didn't give you that tonight. They went down from 23 to 9. Both teams had nine turnovers. And out of those turnovers, only what? Two of them were steals? Yeah. Four steals? Celtics had four steals? KJ, you just yeah, mentioned uh, Robert First Williams. Team. We got a cut of him here from tonight's game. Absolutely yeah. dominating Jimmy let's, Butler. Yeah, let's go ahead and hear from 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 Time Lord. Should be playing right now. Is not working. <laughs> okay, so again, if Time Lord is there and is able to defend the rim, that's going to be key. Don't need a ton of points. I'd say you got what you would expect, 12 points, 10 points, four out of five, get the lob going. That gets the energy going. The rebounds are there, and he's doing it in 19 minutes, and that's key. Um, 
especially moving forward, the worst thing that could potentially happen is Rob Williams playing 40 minutes a game. All right, I think we got it now. Okay, All right, man. here's the Rob Williams uh, post game. Found Tucker. Tucker up top. Larry swings it. Butler goes it. Rob Williams blocked by Williams. Throws it right back out. Went out of bounds. Still heat ball with 3.8 to shoot. He is an elite shot blocker. We see so many times Jimmy Butler with that upper body strength eliminating a smaller defender. Oh, I thought Rob Williams was going to talk. No, no, no. I was playing a highlight. Okay, there you go. That was a highlight of Rob Williams. But yeah, Rob Williams, uh, I would probably say the max minutes you probably are looking at with him is probably 27 minutes in any game, in, in a game moving forward that's competitive. So even though you didn't see Tice tonight, I mean, those, 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 that's going to be back again. I mean, you saw Tice for a few minutes, but towards the end. But those are things that you're going to have to consider that Miami's, they have to know that uh, their three-point game feeds off of their two-point game and they weren't able to get that going. The Celtics usually get their two-point game fed off of their three-point game and they went straight to the two-point game. And I've always said, you know, if you get that going, you know, that's going to open up spaces for other people uh, depending on who's driving to the hole. Uh, the kickouts at least gives that shooter a step or two on the defender, gives them a cleaner look at the basket. So uh, that's just one of those situations where you, uh, you do it again. Do it again. I mean, the Heat right now have to adjust to the Celtics changing their game to be more efficient. Right. And so you keep fouls going, whether at the basket, near the basket, get into that bonus, start hitting those free throws, and psh, you're good. Celtics 32 for 38 from the line. Now, for those who scream, it's like, well, look at all the calls the Celtics got to go to the line. It's called the bonus. You don't always have to be taking a shot to go to the free throw line. You know, that little bonus thing lights up at the bottom that means, hey, even if it happened 93 feet away from the basket, this guy's coming to shoot free throws. So take that into account. That's why I've always said, you know, when you look at free throw numbers, you have to also consider the fouls. All right, and Deadman has four foul, had four fouls. Adebayo had four fouls. Struss had three fouls. So you 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 had guys who were who were creeping towards foul trouble. Oladipo and Robinson both had three fouls. So, yeah, so you, you, you start hitting the ticky-tacks, you know. You're going to get to the line. Jalen Brown had five fouls, but, you know, Tatum two, Horford two, Pritchard four. Grant Williams two. Everybody else was perfect in terms of fouls. So you you got to foul people in order to go to the foul line. And it's not so much a thing like they're not calling them or they're getting all the calls. So that's why I'm not a real big fan of that whole narrative of, like, look, the Celtics are going to get all these calls tonight, and that's how it's going to happen. No, what happened was the Celtics went straight to the hole, into the chest of the defense, scored. And they'll have to do the same exact thing in Miami for Game 5. Because if you're going to depend on taking long shots, all that whiteout going on, you're walking into a situation where now the Celtics are back up against the wall. And now you, the last thing you want to do is have a Celtics team coming back to Boston, tighten the chest. Be like, oh my gosh. We got to start shooting threes right away. No, no. 
Don't do that. So that's what's kind of dangerous about my prediction of, of that the Celtics win again in six. Is that Miami can still win it in six too. But it's all about going down there, game five, and taking care of business. All right, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ, late night here on WEEI. We'll continue the Celtics talk. Love to get your comments in as well. It's KJ on WEEI. Thanks so much for hanging out. Celtics heading down south to Miami. Tied series 2-2. They win 102-82 and just jump all over the heat to start the game. Uh, Jimmy Butler was a game-time decision, and the decision he made was, I mean, valiant, but still. That was just a game that he just was not there tonight. And that bodes well for the Celtics. Jason Tatum had a very sound across-the-board game, 31 points. Nine rebounds, turnovers, z- uh, none. What happened? Maybe we didn't up one, three. So cut those turnovers down in half. Jalen Brown cut them by six sevenths. <laughs> but yeah, they got the win. Tatum eight re- eight rebounds, four for thirteen. Derek White had eight rebounds. Robert Williams had nine. So there were a lot of missed shots going out there for Miami. Not a whole lot of putbacks. Yeah. Adebayo only had one offensive rebound. That's so different than the other night. He only had six rebounds and nine points. You know, it's interesting, the conversation as things start to stretch out. And... I believe that the Celtics will win it in six, which means they'll win game five, come back to Boston, win game six. Um, The conversation is going to pop up again, like who's responsible for this team? Is it Brad Stevens? Is it Danny Ainge? And I would say, you know, there's a difference between the person who birthed it and who raised it. And, of course, Danny Ainge birthed it. But it's Brad Stevens who raised it. And then as some of those players became of some age, they made a sound decision for themselves and say, we we want another coach that we probably can buy into a little more than Brad Stevens. I, I if, if, if there was probably one kind of fatal error was the Gordon Hayward acquisition. Felt like it stunted Jalen Brown just tad, just for a second. And I think that's where things kind of went a different way in terms of where the players saw things heading and what I think maybe at the time management wanted to to continue to convey. And that worked itself out. I mean, who, who could forget the day that Gordon Hayward's opt-in day came? <laughs> uh, we can't tell you we don't want you to or not to, but let me call a guy that I know. He might take you. But you have to give M.A. Adoka a lot of the credit. A lot of the credit. People who thought he was over his head earlier in the year, this guy now has this team two games away from the NBA Finals, potentially. Yeah. 
and the team has bought in. You know, you never would see Brad Stevens really deriding or getting or going hard in on the players on camera. I, you don't know what went off and off, off camera. But on the screen, you almost never saw it. That's why some people would be like, man, is Brad even engaged or anything? But I think Brad read the room, and, and correctly. A lot of things were going on both socially and in the league, and things were starting to bubble. And, you know, sometimes optics are everything. You may not know what the words that are being said, but you can see the pictures and how they may convey them and convey them or interpret them their own your own way. And Brad going upstairs, I mean, genius. Think about it. He's, he's made one move. Derek White is really Brad's only move. That's it. So it's a, it's a situation of believing the players and believing and giving them a voice is why they're here now in the in game four where um I'm sorry we're in game three there's a play early on where the Celtics were just getting they were just getting manhandled and Jalen Brown had kind of fallen right right at the feet of M.A. Adoka you might remember this play and M.A. Adoka put his hand down and reached to pull him up but M.A. still had this look on his face like like I have to pick you up right now I mean, he didn't get into Jalen Brown, but the, just that that frustration that was in his face shows that he's fully, fully engaged. And 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 sometimes you didn't necessarily know if that was a situation with Brad Stevens. Still to come. We're going to one a.m. So I just want to let you know we're going to one a.m. Looking to get some post game here. Uh, hear some of the players' thoughts, maybe from Coach Adoka here. I'd say within the next thirty minutes, possibly. But yeah. You know, you got to give Brad Stevens a lot of credit for the temperament of the raising of this team. While a lot of people want to say, well, you, you know, Dan, Danny built this team. Well, you know, like you hear the saying, I mean, two people can make a baby. That doesn't mean you, you can raise them. It doesn't mean you have the schools. And, and, you know, Danny didn't, he just, I think just a different era of thought of how players should be. Some fans still feel that way. And then there's this other era that exists now where, there's a little more that the player has to say and has to say about their future and things that happen for them. You know, the franchise is very fortunate that one or both haven't said they want out of here. And I think it was getting close. I really thought it was going to come down to saying, you know, when the talks, if you remember Jalen Brown to Philly and or maybe to Portland and stuff like that early on with Dame, with Dame Lillard. And, you know, if that had happened, I, it just would have been a matter of time for Tatum to say, okay, I want out of here too. So Brad with the temperament, he didn't listen to a lot of the heads that were saying, you know, split them up, split them up. No, because look, tonight Tatum and Brown combined for 43 points and they won by 20. So you literally have a situation, and I've always said this about Tatum, is don't fall in love with thinking that Tatum has to score 40 or 45 to be effective. I'd rather see an effective Jason Tatum score 25, 30, and a bunch of guys scoring 10, 12, 13. You know, Brown may have 18, something like that. Because when you add up all the points, it's it, it, the NBA is really about getting to 100. If you're a good defensive team, it's really a race to a 100. You can try that out when you're watching these Celtics games especially when you get to the third quarter. You know, okay, if the Celtics are at 80 points in their opponents at 70, it's like, hey, look, Celtics need to get to 100 before they get to probably 78. 
If they can do that, game's over. Because now it's role-player time. So game five in Miami, going to be very loud, very loud, very, very white. In terms of the background, I should probably clarify that in this environment. Can we just talk about, I don't know if it's a aesthetic thing, but the way the aisles are, at FTX Arena, it makes no, it look why, like it's why, so much more empty. Why? Why would we talk about that? <laughs> it, it just makes it feel like there's less people in the building. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm good with my spatials. I take my vitamin D. I don't. I don't pay attention to that. I, I think. <laughs> I think more so. It's look when you have when you have the whiteout going on. That's going to affect your your spatial, if you will, when shooting that ball. It's going to be a bit tougher. I think in those first couple of games, the Miami crowd was semi-passive, right? We're here, you know. Miami's they, a party city. Well, yeah. no, but he, no, but even the way the way the games broke down. Yeah, game one, you know, they got excited when the third quarter run, run happened and won the game, so there was a bit of excitement there. But then that second game, the, the Celtics pretty much punched them in the mouth right away and just kind of killed the vibe there. But now that you know that you have a two-two series. This is now a best of three situation, and there's no guarantee for these Miami fans. There's no guarantee that there will be a second game out of those three games back there. So for Miami, this is why I mean when I when I say that their back is against the wall in game five, is you may not even see a game seven. And this Celtics team, because of the defense they play and what they showed tonight, was that they do not need to depend on the three to be effective. Eight of 34. That's not effective. That's 24%. I, we've seen some of those nights. I remember one night it was like 10%, <laughs> but it was a loss. And you win by 20. This says that this, this, this Celtics team can beat you two in a row without shooting it from deep. And and what 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 does Miami have really to answer for that? You know, Tyler Hero, whatever he's whatever issue he's got going on, he's got to be in there for game five. So just the same way that I said, if there was no Robert Williams tonight and the Celtics lost this game, they would lose the series. You know, it worked out. Robert Williams, 19 minutes, effective immediately. Lively. You know, sometimes energy will get you further than you 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 would you would know. I've never said that, hey, look, Robert Williams has to be there because his point totals are missing. No. It's his presence. Maybe instead of saying most important player, most important presence, his presence is the most important for the Celtics. Because if the defensive identity is going to be there, Robert Williams has to be there. You know, if if the Celtics are in a shootout with Miami, if it's a game in the one-teens, you know, 115-112, that says there's some defensive leakage and, and a couple of Heat players have gone off more than they should have. You know, so injuries, we'll see. You know, Jimmy Butler has to play the game of his life. All I want to be with you. So, I mean, on that plane, I probably would not be playing any music other than, you know, that you know that, that soothing sophagio sounds where you can get deep into your mind because he's going to have to probably have a 30, 35-point game, 40-point game like he did in game one. For Miami to have a chance, especially if you don't know the status of Tyler Hero when they get back to Miami. Hopefully Marcus Smart will be able to get the treatment that he continues to need to get and be ready for Wednesday night. 
because he's going to probably need to be the calming force when that place gets super loud and maybe even hit some critical shots from the outside because I think that's going to be Miami's game plan is leave some of their weaker shooters, the ones who are not as consistent from hitting it outside, leave them available. And so that might be Marcus Smart. That's probably going to be Grant Williams, who's kind of disappeared a little bit. So it's it's just a fascinating chess game that's happening right now and where I gave Eric Spolstra a lot of credit for his win in Game 3. He's got to come up with something even bigger than what he came up with in Game 3 for the Heat to have a chance in Game 5. And I think the Celtics, all they have to do is just put on that hard hat, play that defense, go to the hole, get to the line, and the game is theirs because the Heat are really a mid-range team. That's what they really do. And so you're walking right into what the Celtics do best, and that's defend the two-point shot. All right, bonus hour next. Hopefully we'll get some post-game sound from the Celtics. Hopefully we'll hear from Coach M.A. and some of the players. Celtics win 102-82, Game 5 in Miami, Series tied 2-2. Wednesday night, it's going to be incredible. Thanks for hanging out with KJ Late Night here on WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.